Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are now discussing salvation theology, the Russian Orthodox Church. And with me again is Garrick Wright. Garrick, we're going to talk about, you know, the Russian Orthodox Church and the differences in theology and understanding versus, you know, the Protestant belief. Uh, I'm going to play some videos from Brother Nathaniel and we'll have a little back and forth here. Um, now, I don't know if the Eastern Orthodox Church would appreciate <laughs> Brother Nathaniel being the spokesperson, but well, it's I've what designated we have. Him <laughs> I did go to Brother Nathaniel's website. He does have a certificate that says that he's, uh, in their lingo, he's legally able to do public ministry under the Orthodox Church, so... I I believe I I think that he probably has a pretty good representation. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, he knows how to represent. So. <laughs> he sure does. Uh, I'm just going to give you some quick background <clears throat> here, so some people might not quite know what Russian Orthodox is. Uh, so it's similar to Roman Catholicism, there was a split in the Catholic Church a thousand years ago. Most of the Russian Orthodox churches in Eastern Europe and Russia, kind of, you know, the, the former Soviet Union states, and they broke from Catholicism because they're not big on the Pope. Um, and there are some, some other differences with Catholicism. They often have big beards and mm. they have a traditional garb, Orthodox garb, if you will. Um, but what was interesting is when we were thinking about doing this podcast, uh, it just so happened that Brother Nathaniel put out a video that kind of went to the heart of matters <laughs> within the last 24 hours, which is pretty remarkable. It's, it's as if God ordained this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, I'm going to play for about a minute, 40 seconds, and then we'll get your initial responses to this. <laughs> so let me just bring this up here and we can play. John MacArthur is a Protestant evangelical preacher based in Los Angeles. He propounds the error that salvation is by faith alone. Thus, anyone saying they believe in Jesus Christ, nothing else, are saved for life. MacArthur, an avowed strict five-point Calvinist holding a double predestination view, denies the interaction between God and man and human free will to work out personal salvation. As scripture says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God at work in you. Like a clanging cymbal, MacArthur's arrogance astounds. What does the Eastern Orthodox Church believe about the gospel? Here is decree 13 from their dogma. We believe a man to be not justified through faith alone but through faith which works through love that is to say through faith and works end quote that's what eastern orthodoxy teaches we are not justified by faith alone but by faith and works Nowhere in scriptures is the phrase by faith alone. It only appears in St. James to counter the error MacArthur propounds. St. James says, a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. MacArthur then displays his ignorance of church matters. Okay. 
<laughs> so that's part one. Uh, so <laughs> okay, so the, the heart of the issue here is MacArthur is saying that it's, it's faith alone. A brother Nathaniel, the Russian Orthodox Church, Roman Catholicism says it's faith and works. Where, where, where should we start with this on your perspective, Garrick? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I want to go to uh, Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, it is uh, verses 8 and 9 really kind of say what uh, Brother Nathaniel says the Bible doesn't say. So it says... For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So in other words, it is by grace through faith that you are saved, nothing that you do yourself. Um, <clears throat> so th that's just one I'd like to go to the talk about James, which is, um, let's see here. Oh, poo-poo. Let's <laughs> see here. Uh, okay. James 2 says, Someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. So, what, uh, what, what, uh, Brother Nathaniel accused MacArthur of saying was that all a person has to do is uh, say they believe in Jesus and right. they are saved, and John MacArthur would never say that, uh, because as James points out, even the demons in hell believe in God and they tremble. Mm -hmm. um, and what he's saying here about faith and works is not that you're saved by it, but that your faith, which is your salvation, will uh, result in good works. Right. Um, so someone listening would say, okay, so let me get this straight. Your one side says that in addition to believing that Jesus is the Messiah, you also have to have good works such as feeding the poor, clothing the sick or whatever. And then the other side, which is more or less saying the work's really not all that important per se. I don't know if that's the right terminology, but that's not what's emphasized. What's emphasized is just the faith and the belief itself. Uh, sort of, uh, to, to maybe put a finer point on it, the doctrine of justification in the Protestant church is that Justification is a momentary thing. You, it is like a, it's like a legal uh, decree. It's saying that God has justified you for salvation at this moment. Now you have the entire life to live after that, but 
uh, it isn't anything that you've done. It is all the work of God and what Christ did on the cross, atoning for your sins, and that you have you have been granted faith uh, as as a result of God's grace, which is un, undeserved or an unearned gift. So, in to put it maybe a, a little bit simpler is to say that the Reformed Protestant will say that your salvation is immediate, it is of the moment, and then starts the process of sanctification, whereby your works will be a result of your new faith. Right, right. Whereas the Eastern Orthodox uh, Church view is that you need to have faith and good works to approach Christ-likeness. Right, right. Yes, yes, I think that's a good way to summarize it. Let me just read to you what a response to what you said was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Brother Nathaniel. <laughs> this one is just taken from, I guess this is sort of a Roman Catholic website. But All right, I'm just going to read these four paragraphs, and then you can respond. So in Matthew 19, Jesus himself unequivocally confirms the necessity of good deeds and works for eternal life. When specifically asked, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Jesus replies, if if you would enter life, keep the commandments. To keep the commandments essentially means to do good works. Every good work we could possibly do falls under one of the Ten Commandments, either love of God or love of neighbor. Faith must have an element of love to make it a saving faith. We cannot be saved by our faith alone. We must both believe in God and love him by keeping the commandments. Jesus himself emphasizes that simply confessing him as a Lord, while certainly good, is not sufficient for salvation. Quote, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father. He is emphasizing just not the need to believe, but to act as well, to do the will of the Father. Last one here is similarly in Matthew 25, Jesus speaks of separating the sheep and the goats. Both the sheep and the goats have faith and call him Lord, but only the sheep are saved, those who feed the hungry and clothe the naked, the ones who do good works. That's their interpretation of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so there are several places... um, are we playing more Brother Nathaniel? We will, yes. Do you okay. want to do that now or later? <laughs> well, I, I just wasn't sure how deep I should go. <laughs> um, yes, so the, the part of keeping commandments, all that. Right. Yes, that, that, is, that is what they, they'll call it works. Right. What James is saying is that it is by those works that we know that you've been saved. The salvation was by faith alone. Let me Okay. Let me come up with a um and really I think that Romans three, four and five, those chapters, those are <clears throat> those are as good that's as good a chunk of scripture to uh, displays uh, the doctrine of justification as anything. 
Um, but let me read to you uh, Romans 3, 21 to 25. It says, but now, Paul says, but now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. <clears throat> so, he is saying that the righteousness of God, righteousness just means what is it to be right with God, uh, has been manifested apart from the law, apart, apart from works. Uh, and the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ uh, for all who believe. And that all have sinned and fall short. So there's nothing that we can do to gain favor with uh, God because we are we're sinners by nature. Mm -hmm. we, we cannot please God. Um, I think I might have a part here for... Uh, let's see here. That was three. I want to see if I can do... Ah, four. <clears throat> uh, chapter four talks about Abraham. Now, we're going back to the Old Testament. Right, right. Uh, and what, what Paul wants to do here is show that <clears throat> it wasn't the works of Abraham that justified him. It was faith. So he says, uh, What then shall we say was gained by Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? And then he quotes, Abraham believed in God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. So it, uh, it, it was uh, Abraham's faith in God that uh, was his salvation. The Old Testament, we see a lot of things about um, sacrifices of animals, uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of ritualistic stuff. There's a lot of religion there, a lot of works. But <clears throat> God would only cared about the heart of the person doing those works. If somebody sacrificed in a hypocritical sense, meaning they just did it to go through the motions of what they had, they didn't have a saving faith, he said, I, I, I don't care about this. I, I can't... Um, I can't stand to, uh, to witness this anymore. I hate your sacrifices. Right. It, was, it was the righteous people who had um, sacrifices that were of meaning because of their faith. That's what um, made them right with God. Yes, uh... Right. Uh, yes, uh, that's... There's a lot here. There's a lot here. <laughs> well, they've been debating these things for thousands of years, I guess. So. Well, they... Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Why don't we go back to our friend as he has some more things to say? <laughs> yes, maybe he can clear things up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he's going to make you very happy. <laughs> no. All right, let me see. <laughs> He's never heard of the Great Schism. Any seminarian knows. Hold on, I don't think that's the one I want. Well, let's keep playing for a second. AD, the Eastern Orthodox Church and Roman Catholic Church split. Thus, no sister church. So 1.6 billion people call themselves Christians and believe in a salvation that is a combination of grace and works. That is false Christianity within true Christianity. That is false Christianity teaching a false gospel. It is not to be joined, it is to be cursed. MacArthur unwittingly curses St. James, St. Paul, St. Peter, St. John the Baptist, and even Jesus Christ himself, who says, If a man keeps not my commandments, work sprung from love, he is cast forth as a branch of withers. St. John the Baptist says, bring forth works worthy of repentance. St. Peter, add to your faith virtue. St. Paul, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. St. James, faith without works is dead. MacArthur's faith alone, distorted from the epistle of St. James, leads to, as decree 13 points out, None being unsaved, which is false. Ask anyone on the street if they believe in Jesus. Most will say, oh, yes, I believe in Jesus. Then they go their merry way as adulterers, connivers, whoremongers, porn addicts, homosexuals. I mean, everything contrary to Christ's commandments. All you got to do to be a true Christian is to walk into MacArthur's church and say, I believe in Jesus by faith alone. Pronto, you're invited to sip some grape juice passed around in a paper cup with some pieces of matzo on the side. Grape juice alone, matzo pieces alone, and your faith alone all joined together in an empty religious setting. And as I... Um, <laughs> I think you could tell even towards the end... Uh, Nathaniel was sort of laughing at himself. <laughs> I hope so. I hope he realizes how funny he is. <laughs> he is really funny. Um, so, I, so I'm not able to keep up with every single passage that he sort of quotes, but he's sort of, again, coming at saying St. James and John the Baptist and this person. This is all talking about works, works, and works. Mm. Um. I, you kind of went over it. I mean, what? Well, well uh, I, so I, I can, yeah. yeah, I can. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I do want to talk about the thing about uh, just say that you believe in Jesus, right? You know, Jesus in uh, Matthew seven verses twenty one to twenty three. You know, Sermon on the Mount says. Not everybody who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Right. Um, many, will, uh, many will say that, but few will enter into the kingdom. So that, that goes to show you, just, just believing uh, 
um, in Jesus isn't saving faith per se. It, it's kind of like uh, if you could picture saying that you believe in uh, the law of gravity, but then while jumping out of a plane without a parachute, right. you didn't actually believe in it. Right. Um, so it, it's it's not a saving faith, and John MacArthur's never taught that. Um, but the the point about the good works and the good deeds, yes. Uh, once again, that that's true. You want to, uh, it it is your deeds that will, um, that God will judge you by, but He will look at your deeds as is it fruit of the spirit or is it, uh, which you can only have with faith, right. or is it um, your right. own self righteousness? And that's kind of a the heart of the what we're talking about here yeah yeah so um, it's it's you know the, right. you have to interpret these things but it, it is and repentance repentance is moving is turning from your sin to the things of god right uh and that's a quote-unquote work but you have to have faith in order to do that right so it, it's um yeah, and Jesus talks also in Matthew 7 about how you will know my true followers by their fruit. A tree that bears right. good fruit, or a good, a good tree will bear good fruit, a bad tree will uh, bear right. bad fruit. Right. So you have to bear good fruit in order to show true saving faith. Right. Um, yeah. But I, one example I do want to just point out here, the, the thief on the cross uh, that was next to, to Jesus said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said, your faith has saved you. Today you will be with me in paradise. Okay. It, Jesus affirms right there, it is your faith that did it. And the guy was not stuck on the cross. He died a few hours later. He didn't have time to do any good works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Might have to listen to this a few times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you can go back and rewind it and listen again. <laughs> um, well, this is maybe something I'll see if you agree with this. This is, again, on the orthodoxy side of things. But So St. Paul states uh, that judgment is reserved solely for God. I do not even judge myself. I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the Lord comes who will disclose the purposes of the hearts. So he's saying that this is up to God to determine my judgment, not my own determination or somebody else's determination. Um, uh, I, I think that's what he's trying to say here. Yeah, um, uh, well, yeah, once again, it kind of goes along with uh, Jesus, again, Matthew 7, uh, <laughs> says, judge not lest he be judged. Right. Um, but, of course, there's talk about discernment. You need to be able to test the spirits, as Paul says, and, and right. uh, see whether or not somebody is a true convert or not. Um, 
Right. Yeah. Do you want to? You don't want to have fellowship with a whole bunch of people who just say, "Oh yeah, I believe in Jesus," and then, as Brother Nathaniel pointed out, that I agree with, they go about their <laughs> merry way and, uh, you know, homosexuality, fornication, you know, drunkards, yada yada, right. and so it's by their fruit you can tell they may proclaim with their mouth, right? But it's a hypocritical faith, right? Fair enough. Um, I'm not sure what's coming up next. Let's just play it, and maybe this will be the last <laughs> brother Nathaniel for the day. <laughs> this is hey, an eight-minute video. <laughs> I know, and it, it felt like watching half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what goes on here. I have said getting the gospel right is the most important reality in the world because the true gospel is the only way of salvation. No wonder people run from evangelical preaching. What's love got to do with it? MacArthur turns the gospel into a mount burning with fire, into a mosaic gratefulness of blackness and tempest. I, raised in the synagogue, was drawn to the Orthodox Church because of its soothing worship, its mystic blessing of the cup and mild tones of the priest. No shouting, no harsh dogmatizing, no demagoguery, but a serene elucidation of the gospel with its persuasive allurement to walk worthy of the Christian name. We're shouting from this self-appointed despot. We're not surprised that the true gospel is under assault. We're not even surprised that it's under assault inside the church. No sooner were the apostles preaching the true gospel then it was assaulted in their day from inside the church. Thank God there was no Protestant innovation in the Apostles' day. What shall we do to be saved, the people asked St. Peter in response to his preaching. Repent and be baptized, he said. Nothing about faith alone. Except a man be born of water and the Spirit, holy baptism, without which there is no salvation, he cannot enter the kingdom of God, Jesus, on the cross. Nicodemus. Where's MacArthur's faith alone here? For in the act of orthodox baptism, we die and rise again with Christ. We put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And this holiness, Paul warns, must be perfected, without which MacArthur and all people will never see God. Over the last couple of weeks, you... Uh, <laughs> actually, there is one more clip of this one I want to play. He just talks about rags, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, just two things from that. Number one, baptism, is this correct that both sides believe you have to be baptized or not in order to get into heaven? Uh, we... So Protestant... Most Protestants uh, will affirm, well, everybody affirms baptism, they, but they believe it as a, um ordinance of symbolism, whereas... That, uh, a requirement. Yeah, a requ it, 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 yeah, and um, the Eastern Orthodox Church would say that that actually um, is a work in order to be saved. And the other thing, which was actually mentioned at the start of this video, he, uh, Nathaniel had kind of said that John MacArthur is a Calvinist and believes in predestination. Yes. So if you look at the traditional definition of predestination is that 
some souls are everything God has sort of preordained. Some souls are meant to be saved. Others are not. Yes. Is that still something MacArthur would suggest or is this that's sort of not something he talks about? Oh, no, he talks about it and he does um, agree with that. So predestination is that some people are sort of yeah. irredeemable? Yeah. Uh, or cho- chosen. chosen to be irredeemable. If that's yeah. the right word. Yeah. So the trans community. Well, <laughs> uh, even trans people can be <laughs> can be brought to a saving faith uh, because it's a work of God. Let me um, go back once more to Ephesians because I was hoping that this would come up. I had read Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 and then 10 is kind of helps with this. I'll, I'll read the whole thing again. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand mm. that we should walk in them. So, um, and, and that goes along with saying that uh, God created us uh, for good works, uh, for, you know, as a result of salvation, um, and that God prepared beforehand. Um, you know. Would someone listening say, well, maybe I'm someone that's been preordained not to achieve salvation? or? Well, sure, I mean, that's the... You, you could... <laughs> You'd say I because the whole point of the of this is that it has to be a work of God. It cannot. You, we cannot come to God ourselves. We cannot. We cannot by our own will choose God. We we can we can seek God. We can invent our own God. We can invent our own way to God, and that's what uh, works. That, that's really what every religion is based on, is uh, right. human works. But it, faith is a gift from God that he preordained. Right. We'll have to do a uh, podcast just on predestination. <laughs> and, and let me just... Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, we, we certainly could. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Romans 8, uh, 8.28-30... And we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So God calls who he chooses. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, and he might be that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. So all of this was known. He knew everything about you. He he knew uh, what he was going to do with you in eternity past, before time began. Uh, He knew. Now, that can be unsettling to some folks. I was going to say. And, and, and it, yeah, it, but the good news is to say you don't know whether or not you are. <laughs> <laughs> and it still comes to, and, and he still says, repent and 
trust in Jesus and you will be saved. Okay. <laughs> Jesus says, if you seek me with all your heart, I will not turn you away. So that's some heavy stuff there. <laughs> oh, it's heavy stuff. <laughs> Let's finish off this Brother Nathaniel video. I think this is really entertaining, if I remember it correctly here. You may have read a famous evangelical teacher and radio personality joined the Eastern Orthodox Church, went through a I don't know who it is. ceremony or ritual called chrismation, <laughs> in which a rag supposedly infused with divine life was placed upon his head and transferred to him. This is an Eastern Orthodox ritual. We don't use rags, MacArthur. You might use rags to wipe your pulpit and shoes. Orthodox chrismation, the sealing of the Holy Spirit, is when the baptized person's forehead is anointed with the sign of the cross by the Orthodox priest's hand, not with rags. If we are made kings and a royal priesthood, why must MacArthur deny the people of the Israel of God, the church, which MacArthur is outside of, the same royal and priestly anointing and blessedness which those of ancient Israel enjoyed? MacArthur promotes rigid, Calvinistic, faith alone salvation. You know you are one of the saved elect if you're sitting in his bare bones church and you look and carry yourself like you are saved. If you are not in MacArthur's church or one of his sister churches, you are not saved. You are not among his Calvinist predestinated few. Thank God, I as a former Jew am not changed to MacArthur's pew. The letter enslaves, but the spirit permeating the Holy Orthodox Church sets me free. <laughs> what a man, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll, I'll just finish. <laughs> One rebuttal is that he's mentioned that he's Jewish many times. Yes. Uh, the, the, um, the, the Bible says, uh, Paul says uh, that the, the cross is, a, uh, is foolishness to the Gentiles and a stumbling block to the Jews. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they yeah. were, the Jews were brought up in the Old Testament uh, works uh, law system. So the idea of saving grace is a stumbling block. <laughs> and as you can see, it's a stumbling block for <laughs> Brother Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I. <laughs> there are a few stumbling blocks. <laughs> Have you ever heard of, I think they call them Messianic Jews? Yes. Are they Jews who believe in Jesus? Uh, I think so. I, yeah, I think they're Reformed. <laughs> so they, they're Jewish. I, I don't really understand. I, th I think maybe they... they I don't know what they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brother Nathaniel has a video on him. Maybe for next time. <laughs> he does, does not... Uh, Treat those people nicely, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't treat many Jews. Very nice. <laughs> well, it was an interesting conversation. Um, I had some fun, and you know, heavy, deep stuff. Oh yeah, it's uh, the kind of stuff that can keep you up at night. <laughs> and I've been debating this for many years, so uh, the debate continues, I guess. 
You can let us know if you're on Team John MacArthur or Team Brother Nathaniel. You can check both of those guys out, see what you think. Or if you're on neither team. <laughs> I imagine that's where the majority yeah. of people would be. Yeah, I'm sure after you're listening to this. So, uh. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with anything. <laughs> yeah. So, All right. Well, I think that's going to do it from us. We've got some cake to eat. Oh, yeah. And uh, good luck on your path to salvation. Yes.